think uh, sideways. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, there's like 120 people hanging out here this morning. I love it. We'll probably get more cool. coming in. If you get the time, follow Caroline. Okay, her account, her content. Yeah, we're we're the ba- we're like we're wearing sweaters this morning. Where are you based out? Wait, hold up. Let me record. I'm gonna start to record. So let me do a proper yeah. intro. Go ahead. And um, record to the cloud always. <laughs> I just want to say welcome to yet another amazing experience podcast. We are right now with Caroline. And I'm going to say, how do you say your last name? So I don't make a mess of it. Mittelsdorf. It's a German name. So <laughs> don't worry. It's, um, I'm the only one. So it's Mittelsdorf. Okay, fantastic. Caroline Mittelsdorf. And, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. And then tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on your podcast. I feel very honored to, to be there. Um, I'm a psychologist and I'm based in Amsterdam. So I have my own online practice and I also have a startup that is mental health related. Ooh, I didn't know you were doing a mental health uh, startup. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so I, it's, it's amazing. I just want to say kudos to you, Caroline for actually joining me on this podcast because I, I don't know how many psychic mediums you have that ask you to be on a podcast. <laughs> not many. <laughs> You're the first. Not many, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the first. Okay, I, I think that's definitely. But one of the things is, as, as my following knows, is that we, we can go into really deep, heavy territory. And a lot of people are understanding trauma. And I think a lot of people are understanding that there are a lot of traditional and non-traditional techniques to retrain your brain to think in a new way. Oftentimes trauma fuses neurological structures in a way that um, cause people to be caught in the suffering. And I know that you're probably like, I can see your mind right now is like so focused on like how I'm talking about this. (laughs) And, um, And so I wanna talk about, first of all, trauma is something that I think the world is waking up to. We're understanding that a lot of a lot of people have had either big T trauma or little T trauma, whatever the scale of trauma is. Oftentimes we can go back to our childhood and see how that's informed our adult lives. And some of the content that I really love that you put out there is is about using sound as a way to heal. I would love to know a little bit more about some of these audio tracks that you encourage people to listen to as a way to uh, rewire their brain. I think it's so fascinating. Yeah, well, let me start first. Like I I myself had struggled with trauma and the symptoms of it. So I really knew like poof, there was things that I struggled with, especially physically, but also mentally when you have trauma or actually this comes off in anxiety and negative thoughts the mind rushing and it's hard to stop it. So you need something often external. And then I, by like literally venturing out into different disciplines, I realized for myself, but then also later on for my own patients, of course, um, the impact of sounds, how, of course, it starts first with exploring meditation and the music of meditation, how it can be calming but also by stimulating literally different parts of your brains, how you can, and that's with the sort of these AD neurodivergent sounds that travel from one side of the ear to the other, how they stimulate on both sides, basically simultaneously or in a sort of ping pong way, um, your brain, that then your brain literally releases, if you do that for like a minute or even longer, 
a sensation that often is explained as like a, a tingling um, sensation. Even when I talk about it, I immediately have it um, in the back of your brain that, or your mind here. It's like it tingles and it's, it's that calming way of calming literally your brain down. And that is something, especially when you struggle with trauma, but also when you have a lot of noise, let's mm. say in your mind, mm. it gives mm. you that breathing space of like mm. a relief. And that I find incredibly empowering because the minute you have a tool, may it be music or anything where you can calm yourself, your mind and basically tone down these loud voices of anxiety, um, et cetera, et cetera, or even flashbacks, that is, get, you, you bring your own power back. And that is that's something why I'm sharing this because there's a lot of people don't know about it. And it's still, and thank God people talk about trauma, but it's still a very new thing. And the, I like to provide, especially on my TikTok, but in general, the how-to, how to help and self-heal. Yeah. Because not everyone has a psychologist available or the support yeah. available. Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful. And I also want to say in the spiritual community, a lot of people are into plant you know, using the energy of plant medicine, you know, like microdosing or going on yeah. an ayahuasca retreat. And to be honest with you, I'm somebody that's not a big advocate of it. I think that there are side effects that you can't manage. And what's beautiful about sound therapy is that there aren't, as far as I understand, there aren't any negative consequences to it. It is simply, you know, slow yourself down, get into the meditative state, no support of any uh, drug is needed you know, and, and yeah. you just listen to sound. I mean, it's so super beautiful. You don't have to worry about having a bad ayahuasca trip and then, no. you know, then, it, then be handed the that's reason true. that you had the, yeah. The reason why you had a bad ayahuasca trip is because that's what you needed to learn. Well, okay. I, yeah. you know, I, I just, I love the fact that sound is that powerful. And um, so would this be something similar to people really love? And I always get the acronym messed up, but I think like ASMR or is it AMSR? Yeah, ASMR, I think. Yeah, yeah. ASMR. Yeah, is that, uh, is that, would that be a, a category within this sort of like neurodivergent uh, ways to retrain the brain, do you think? In a way, yes, as well. It's maybe not as traveling and is stimulating for both sides of the brain. But the, with the ASMR, I think it's like that. I'm not sure. Um, it's it's yeah. very split. <laughs> it's very split. But anything with the neurodiversion, people either like it or don't like it. A lot of people find it disturbing. But people who have struggled, for example, with trauma, but also ADHD, they find it very pleasing sounds. And they can even like relax with it. And literally stimulate their brain to distract from all the noise that's going on and that can be can be very pleasing and actually you stimulate also your ability to focus the more you practice mm. it which is beautiful yeah. for people who have mm. struggled with focus or disassociation all the time yeah so when when someone is sort of awakening to the fact okay like this is really sensitive you guys know i get asked heavy questions here as a psychic medium. I could be asked everything. Should I stay? Should I go? Uh, you can just imagine. And um, so for me, I'm sure you guys have seen me on TikTok advocate the use of working with a therapist or a psychologist. And I, I want to just appreciate the fact that 
I mean, we're talking to somebody who's offering a technique that is, you know, there's no stigma attached to, to speaking to somebody, to listening to sounds, um, and to work at healing previous patterns. Because one of the things that I believe, and you'll have to tell me what your thoughts are, um, in the manifestation community, I think a lot of times people just tell you to switch your vibe. And that can mm. lead towards uh, toxic positivity. And where it sort of undermines some of the stuck, maybe thought patterns, or the way that I would see it as a psychic medium would be like, as like your energy gets stuck in the past, you have like energetic cords to these events where your soul gets stuck. And, uh, and you can't just always fake it till you make it. I really am an advocate of working with somebody that can support you doing what is a very popular term shadow work, uh, or however, whatever you choose to call it, that makes you feel comfortable. But when somebody starts to work with you, what is the process like? Yeah. Well, first of all, I think we're on the same page also when it comes to the manifestation, because I have a lot of people approaching me also just in regards of manifestation, because it's such a popular topic. And yeah. they're like, why doesn't it work for me? What do I need? And I know it is yeah. the problem with it is that in general, you deny actually also emotions in general. You basically neglect anything negative that mm -hmm. that which mm -hmm. needs to be also acknowledged and seen. And that's yeah. the difference between, let's say, therapy and, and manifestation. Manifestation is often um, it can work. But you need to first maybe do the therapy process in order to do then um, the manifestation right. part. So if yeah. you work with, with me, for example, I'm, I'm very body and mind focused. So I always mm. believe, especially when it comes to trauma or anything actually um, that is mental health related, you cannot just filter out the mind and treat that alone. We come mm. as a whole as a whole mm. person and mm. we have often these physical symptoms that come with it um, and we, we need to deal with them. So we need to use actually all the resources, that's how I call it always, that we have. Yeah. Because fighting a thought with a thought is incredibly cons complex um, and only works on paper. And even there, yeah. um, I don't believe it fully. So there are certain techniques, um, they're very also holistic in a way where you can also release the store, stored trauma out of your body so that I integrate mm. also. But it also comes with a lot of, yeah, I, I believe in the traditional um, journaling of journaling your thoughts, becoming aware, Ooh. creating this that awareness of, of your thoughts, but also that inner critic, because often we carry that inner critic in ourselves that is very harsh and we, we only have it in our mind constantly circling around and becoming this actually negative loop, which eventually we also become addicted to. And we need to mm. become aware of all of those things. So journaling mm. is one powerful thing, but working also with everything you have. So for example, working with your senses, um, mm. to, to the smells, um, the body that you can touch things, to ground yourself. It's all about when you work with me as a psychologist, I want to empower you so that you can actually help yourself. I'm obviously there. I'm a little bit of guiding light and I give you everything I know and I show you all the tricks and tools and everything there is. But in the end, you will feel empowered because you know yourself so well in the way you respond. 
that you can actually also eventually take the light yourself and guide yourself where you want to be and that's your happy life whatever that means so that's a little bit in short <laughs> how yeah, I yeah, no, I, work I actually, it's so funny because, uh, I, when I also feel like when I, when I do psychic medium work, whether it's a reading on TikTok or a private session, I like to ground people in, in, in practical ways, right? So like if I look at somebody usually will come to me that's in an energetic knot. And then what I do in that session is work to change their energy and help alleviate the, the stress points that they're in. And with some people, I advocate working with a medical professional to help support you because there's so many beautiful ways that you can change the course of your life, okay, by working with somebody, whether it's talk therapy or doing like somatic work mm -hmm. or using the senses like, you know, or and also the practical ways that journaling and daily self-care contribute to mental health, positive mental health. And I want to just backtrack a little bit to manifestation because mm -hmm. I really believe that people come to you with sort of a heavy energy like they failed when, when it comes to manifestation because yeah. they tried to compartmentalize the negative emotions and they, they didn't manifest the perfect relationship, right? They attracted a relationship that um, is sort of a pattern of and an echo of all the other relationships that they might have had. Yeah. And I just want to say that a lot of people then get hard on themselves, like over the part that like, you know, well, why didn't I manifest the perfect partner? There must be something wrong with me. And I, I that's one of the criticisms I have around manifestation is the yeah. fact that it can actually be a little bit abusive on yourself. If you, if you know, you start watching some of these manifestation coaches, um, that are just like have the perfect relationship and that, you know, they're driving a brand new, you know, Lamborghini <laughs> and you guys, everybody on my side knows that I love super yachts, right? Cause I'm trying to get a super yacht for all of us to hang out on. Nice. I haven't manifested it yet or a jet where I can like literally fly around the country and pick everybody up. But, um, but it's okay. Cause I'm just like having fun. But when it comes to an individual that's focused on like manifesting in significant change and shifting their identity, some, some people are really need the support of, of a medical professional. And I don't yeah. want mental health to be a stigma. Um, the other piece that I, I find interesting within like your content is that you do talk about trauma. I think that it's, uh, um, something that is this collective awakening that's happening. And I really appreciate the way that you, you speak about it. I often give people books that I love, and I know that this one's a classic, which is Absolute the body book, keeps yeah. the body yeah. keeps the score. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like if, if you haven't read this book, it's seriously, it's mind blowing. Yes. And, um, and I, so I really love how you talk about using the senses as a way to be able to help heal some of the issues, um, that, that people have. So, I'll tell you, I've done a lot of love readings. Okay. I've done a lot nice. of love readings. I mean, for people around the world. And, um, and I actually feel just from a lot of the work that I've done with like my clients is that I do see as, as connected to tr traditional psychology and the books that I've read that a lot of the um, let's say challenging patterns that can happen in adult relationships really do go back to 
those uh, parental wounds, right? Like if, yeah. or parental relationships. Um, I would love to know from you, like if somebody's caught in, let's say a negative, and this is a real generality. So, you know, yeah. uh, we're just being general. This is not specifically for one person, but how do, how does someone that just starting to be aware of, like they've gone through, let's say, like, I'm just going to make a person up based off like a hodgepodge of a lot of clients that I see. Mm -hmm. They're trying to figure out, you know, why did this relationship not work again? And, um, uh, and let me see, let me be more specific that they're becoming aware of like these patterns that go back to childhood. Do you think it's possible to be able to heal those patterns from childhood and make significant change? I'm curious to know. Mm -hmm. If you definitely. think that's possible. <laughs> yes, all right. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely possible. But I also want to be honest about it. It's not an overnight change. Because mm -hmm. let's say becoming aware and also changing or let's say breaking those patterns is takes a while because they, ha they have been lifelong patterns. So it takes also a while to, to really uh, to retrain yourself in some ways. So it starts, of course, becoming aware of it, where it comes from. So exploring the childhood, the, the dynamics and the relationships with your caretakers, parents, um, or so other people who were close to you in that time. And that is basically your normal. Those formative years, the things what you've created, no matter how toxic, how traumatic, um, how painful that was, that is your known. That's where you venture out from and obviously make your comparison, but also find partners. That means that you often can find partners that are toxic, that have like to certain personality traits that are actually painful, but they re-embody to at least partially someone that was close to you, a parent or a caretaker. And even if that's painful, you will fall back into that normal because it feels familiar. And somewhere there's also deeper underlying hope with that, I want to fix that. I can, I want to, I need that approval from that. Say, I'm giving an example. Your parent was somewhat narcissistic, emotionally neglected you. That is your normal. You will feel automatically, and it's not that you consciously think about it. It's really a, a, like a process, almost a program running inside of you. You feel attracted to a partner who treats you the same way, who is emotionally neglecting you, maybe even minimizing you, and you have to work towards receiving the love because you've learned that you have to work towards achieving that love or you have to prove yourself to be loved and that's a dynamic that you're so familiar with so exploring that into depth but then also working and then again you can really do that with with your whole body and mind training yourself how to get out of it did i lose you are we still here <laughs> okay Oh, your internet, maybe. Yeah, we are. I am. Uh, it. Okay, we got it. Can you it. hear me? We still have a recording mm -hmm. of us being on TikTok Live, so it's a backup recording, which is oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep on. going. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear Sorry, me? Sorry, uh, the, <laughs> the Wi-Fi at my house, the uh, cable cord was cut. So we're doing this off of oh. um, my cell phone data, which you can see is a little bit dodgy right now. Thank goodness for TikTok having, <laughs> it's still recording. Can you hear me? 
I cannot hear you, but as long as you can hear me, that's fine. I can hear you on my TikTok now. Yeah, you can hear me there. The only thing, um, I don't know how that will impact the recording, but we're just going to keep going then. <laughs> so I can always, uh, I can take the this and download it. Yeah, we can hear you. So, okay. So, um, okay. So I missed a little bit there just because, um, well, technical difficulties. So let me just uh let me just reframe here okay so thank you so much for sharing everything i'm sorry i missed some of the content that you said let me turn the volume up here okay so i can actually hear you better uh you guys can hear me right <laughs> we keep it real here what can i say so so then here's the other interesting piece that one of the other questions that i wanted to talk to you um is that i also feel that the recent events that happened since 2020 has also really shifted the way that people connect in relationships. It really has forced people to look at these patterns because of the way that a lot of individuals had to stay in one place. And it was uh, for the last couple of years, and I, I just wanna say even now, there's so much instability in the world. Um, I feel waves of like, uh, anxiety. And I would say the anxiety levels are really high right now. Something to be expected because we are approaching the holiday season. Yeah. And um, so I wonder, have you noticed a certain shift within um, your experience as a psychologist? And, and how would you say this pandemic has also shifted people's understanding of themselves? and maybe even of the relationships that some of them can be in? I know that's a huge question, so I'm always reasonable with how you should answer that, but how do you think this pandemic has impacted people at this point? I'm just curious. Yeah, I think it has changed the, the mindset, or let's say in general, around the mental health, everything has changed tremendously. I feel to a positive in a way, because people become more aware it's also not a big taboo as it was anymore, like to even reach out to help for help or to even talk about not feeling well. I think it becomes more normalized. But I also feel that because of all of these things with the pandemic, that a lot of, especially the younger generation, but also people who were single and alone, that they struggled more and the fear of this happening again or something else again and being stuck with it is something that is a huge anxiety trigger. So I feel anxiety mm. overall has spiked quite a lot. But again, I'm not sure if that's a very subjective experience, but I also see that the awareness around mental Okay. Uh, well, and also just acknowledging that you're a psychologist. I can't hear you anymore. Mm. Yeah, I know. Uh, do you can hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Super good. Okay. Ooh, I wonder if this just, <laughs> I wonder if Zoom just started working. So, um, so I, and I also just acknowledging that you are a psychologist, you do focus on the individual. You're not a so, you know, sociologist. Okay. Um, you're not no. focused on, you know, society, but, um, I actually think that one of the blessings, one of the blessings that has come out of this pandemic is mental health awareness and that we don't have to have a stigma associated to that to saying I, you know what today's a really hard challenging day for me and for people having more open conversations about 
uh, the personal challenges that they have. I, I love the fact that, you know, that you are on TikTok and that you're building your platform to advocate ways for people to, to either listen to one of your audios or just get familiar with what the content that you're producing. It's just, it's a small way to help encourage people to really step into managing healthcare. And um, so the anxiety lately for me and the readings, like, like, cause I energetically connect with people. I don't, it's kind of interesting. It's just what I do as like a psychic and as a medium and, uh, and some of the levels of anxiety that, that I can feel off of people are tremendously high. When you work with somebody who's struggling with anxiety, are there any, like, are there three best tips that maybe people could learn from you today on how to deal with anxiety? I would love to know what some of your thoughts are on that. Like, I'm sure journaling must be one of them. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> journaling is definitely one of them and actually i wrote a whole um self-help workbook and journal which you can actually also digitally download and there's also all the tricks and things in the qr code form which you can just do them right away i want to share a few now with you so one thing i mentioned before is when you struggle with anxiety most of the time you're very much in your head so that your thoughts become very big very loud and your behavior overall it becomes very hectic and fidgety and you um, rest become restless and some people experience the sweatiness the stomach pain so it's also very physical and again one thing you can do is very simple thing is first of all make yourself a little post-it note with just the word slow and post it on your fridge and post it on your mirror and it will help you. It, I know it sounds so simple, but having something visual, we, we people, we human beings are very visual and that's why marketing works so well. Um, the minute we see the word slow, it creates a, a form of awareness like, wait a minute, I am, I am rushing right now. Because most of the time in the mornings when you get up, you're already maybe late for work and you're rushing. And then while you're rushing, your anxiety starts rising. So by having this reminder of do it slow, you see it, you're like, oh, you pause for a moment and you become aware. And when, you, when you're more aware, then you can manage more. So you can also work with senses, meaning of, okay, just take a cup of tea. I don't have one right now, but make yourself a nice herbal tea. It can be something lavender-based and really sit down. Make it a five-minute me time every day, anxiety or not anxiety. But when you're in an anxious moment, Close your eyes, smell the tea, feel the cup, maybe have like nice um, like patterns on it or something like this and really try to focus on it, focus on the color. Um, these sort of things help you tremendously to ground yourself and it doesn't take much. And another thing is if anxiety, for example, rises up in the morning or uh, yeah, even throughout the day, but a lot of people experience it in the morning or in the in the evening, if you live somewhere cold, just open the window and go out with a sweater. Don't put a lot of warm clothes on. Go out for five minutes, breathe in cold, fresh air. Incredibly, yeah, almost life-changing for anxiety because in those moments, your body sends the signal to the brain. We need to body, we need to regulate the body temperature and your body is busy um, and your mind actually busy doing something else. And that's the distraction you need to, to at least like, let's say, 
get, get the notch down from the anxiety. And one last thing that I just want to add, <laughs> I guess I'm in the flow of it, is one thing that you can do, and it's, in, in, to, to, it's very simple, to ground yourself in an anxiety moment and distract yourself from it, or even a panic moment, count backwards from 100 to zero and don't skip a number. And every time you skip a number, you have to start all over again from 100 and you will see you will not be able to count backwards and have at the same time your mind rushing with what ifs or worst case scenarios because your brain is not able to do that because counting backwards is crucial though because it takes more focus and you will have it so more mental effort to count backwards and that is what's needed to distract yourself from the anxiety I love that. I actually those those three tips that you just shared are phenomenal. I could literally almost feel the lavender tea in the cup, the experience. So like I could literally I could literally feel a physical change as you describe that experience. I love the sticky note with the word slow. Um, and I like would probably start over a hundred times if I had to count from one hundred to zero. <laughs> I would be like, uh. 78, 77, right? And then, you know, so I think these are really practical and also the cold air trick too, which is so phenomenal. It's sort of like, connects me to like Wim Hof and his uh, techniques of breath work and using ice baths, which are really popular around the world. You know, people, Mm. yeah, like thought leaders, like Tony Robbins has like a cold bath built on his island that is specifically for his height because he's apparently really a tall man. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I personally have never done a cold bath. I'm like, I was born and raised in California. So I'm like, I have an aversion to cold, but I'm in Toronto at the moment right now. And so I could take advantage of that literally today. Okay. (laughs) So these are (laughs) Go These for are, it. It's really yeah, good. I know. I know. I'll be like, I'm doing this to help yeah. me get clear. And to, it's because um, sometimes people turn to coping mechanisms that aren't healthy. You know, some people turn to, uh, you know, drinking. Some people can get actually in the spiritual community. This is I am. I've just I've met too many people that microdose every day. And I know that a lot of, of, I've actually, I have clients that are psychologists that are focused on how to successfully use microdosing as a tool to help people transform quickly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's sort of like a magic bullet. And I really do think mm-hmm. that consistent, um, like, like natural ways <laughs> within the context of taking like actions, like stepping out into the cold is, is there's no zero side effects. No. Um, and there's, there's yeah. so many practical ways in which to reprogram yourself. In fact, one of my uh, favorite books, it's not here. It's in the other room is a book written by a nutritional psychologist who teaches at Harvard medicine. And it's about using just the power of food itself to help reprogram uh, anxiety, uh, ADHD, to help like reprogram depression and all these other types of um, of health challenges that people have. And instead of just focusing on maybe big pharma solutions or in, in my spiritual world, 
in my spiritual world, it would be uh, people that would constantly do cambo, which is frog poison as a, you know, and it's like, I don't know if you've ever heard of cambo, but cambo is like frog poison. And that's why in the States they've issued at national parks, please stop licking the frogs <laughs> because it's oh, like yeah. disrupting frog yeah. populations. Oftentimes though, the frog has to die for the cambo medicine to be made. And, um, and what people aren't aware of is that when you do a cambo trip, okay, when you take the, the a cambo medicine and you're guided in ceremony, you're usually throwing up for 45 minutes. I don't feel that you need to put your body through that kind of Ooh. physical yeah. experience in order to have a, a closer experience to source your spiritual, like whatever, if you want to use the term God, um, I don't think you need to force spiritual awakening. And I, I just want to really advocate that, that focusing on grounded mental health practices and, and knowing when it is time to stop going to a lot of different psychic mediums and look at new ways um, to try to support positive change. It's sort of like, you know, if there was a one, if there was one smoothie or a pill that I could take that would instantly have me in shape, I mean, fantastic. But it is a spiritual journey that we're all on as far as I view it, whether you are spiritual or not is up to you. And the journey means that it does take time and that we can find ways to reprogram the way that we think about our past. So one of the things I'm, I'm a big advocate on, just to share with you briefly, is that if you want to rewrite your future, you need to rewrite your past. And um, so the idea is that if you can understand the experiences that you went through, and you know you work with somebody like like you like and finding healthy techniques to release uh trauma from the body or to also you know some people really respond well to like the talk therapy or using these new techniques that are coming out about how to change the structure and the way that the neurons fire within the mind is fantastic yeah. So, okay. So a little bit of a rant there. Sorry about that. The next thing I just want to say is, do you, I don't know if, do you work with people who are dealing with grief? Yeah. I also okay. You do. I definitely wanted to talk to you about grief and how to help people deal with grief because I'm a medium and, mm -hmm. uh, and I like to advocate that grief is a personal, uh, it's personal and it's a personal journey and that there isn't, a specific time in which you need to be healed. Um, I would love to know, like when you start working with somebody who has lost uh, a loved one, how, how would you start that process of healing with a new client? It is very individual, I have to say, but in general, it is something that's traumatic. So grief, losing, for example, that you um, love and care about leaves from a mental perspective, um, a trauma. It is often connected to a moment of you're, you're helpless, you cannot stop someone also from, let's say, dying. Um, there's nothing you can do, but you experience that as well. So you have a loss, but also it's, it's a form of helplessness that you experience. And the first thing I always say to, to whoever comes in, under those circumstances to me is like, let's, let's address this from a very compassionate point of view um, this is not the time um, for anything but focusing on yourself and that is mean that means 
taking extra good care of yourself, being kind yourself and treating yourself for what you would need and exploring also what do you need together in terms of like comfort, but also love, what kind of support and but also going back into 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 the past, just speaking about memories, there are also maybe positive memories or or things that we can resolve that are literally still stuck with you. Um, often grief comes in certain stages, so it's it's a lot of sadness. Um, it often comes with anger because sometimes other people are involved or there was um, somehow, uh, some few people feel sometimes mistakes were made or so there is also anger often involved and all of those emotions, I think you're allowed and you should also live through. You, you should never deny yourself of any of these emotions that you experience. And that's why grief is such an individual topic because for some people it comes also with guilt, feeling maybe even angry at the person who's not, not there for them anymore. And mm. also that is allowed again. So that starts with the whole compassion, self-compassion and these practices, again, becoming aware, what are my, my thoughts? What am I experiencing? What are my emotions? And sometimes talking it through, but sometimes also with proper actions involved, body, mind, again, things like this, um, maybe even meditation techniques that can be used. That's, a, that's for me a process that is, yeah, healthy, healthy grieving that is however long it is, but sometimes we just need also support to understand things and work through it and that's, yeah. that's what i'm here for yeah which is beautiful i um the other thing too is that like i just want to include that sometimes grief doesn't have to be somebody passing in you know through death it could be the end of a relationship so i just yeah. want to make this conversation even more in inclusive yeah. uh of people who have gone through a really bad breakup a divorce a separation um one of the books that was really transformative i know everybody who hangs out with me has seen this book. It's called The Grieving Brain. I think the mirroring, I turned it off here. Hold on. There it is. So there's The Grieving Brain. And this was actually uh, written by a, let's just say her title is like so long. She's a clinical psychologist that specializes in psychoneuroimmunology at UCLA. So it's neuroscience and human behavior. So this book was really amazing. I don't know why, like how many psychic mediums sit here and read stuff about, like I've been really interested in the neuroscience behind the nice. brain. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And I've been attracting a little, a lot of people who are helping to educate me like you about this process. And this book here, The Grieving Brain, which I feel like works for people who who loved ones have passed into the afterlife or for people who've gone through a really, um, you know, traumatic breakup or separation is that, you know, our loved ones is kind of like a computer chip in our brain. And then when you, when this person is suddenly removed or this, this, you know, like board is ripped out of your brain, it's like the, the brain is firing different and it's, it's recognizing the gap of that person not being present in their life. Um, yeah. So I just, I love the fact that, you know, we can find really grounded uh, solutions and she, this book has, has solutions. It sounds like the, the book that you have or the workbook that you have would be phenomenal. Um, I have some really quick, great questions here 
on my end. What about people who are going through the grief cycle and they can't cry? She's, you know, and somebody's like, well, what's wrong with me that like, I'm not able to cry in the grief, grief mm -hmm. cycle. I'm sure that's something you've, you've met. I think for me personally, like as a psychic medium, it sounds to me like they still could be in the phase of shock, perhaps. I don't know. Well, what are your thoughts yeah. about that? Often it is a, a state of shock. I've also seen people literally smiling, even though mm -hmm. they're extremely, let's say, in pain. Everyone responds to these mm -hmm. events, traumatic they are, extremely different. And it might appear to other people odd or random, but often we, but we also sometimes try to hold things together and cannot, cannot show or not let go and not allow ourselves to feel certain things because we are also having a fear. It's like opening Pandora's box. I'm not sure how, how bad my emotions are going to come up. Are they going to be too overwhelming? Am I going to be able to cope? So there's an, a form of a fear of your own, let's say, emotions in it that can numb you also. So they, that's a way of working then slowly together. It's also sometimes easier when you have someone literally on your side. That's how I see myself always. I'm on your side if you work with me. Yeah, and like that, that is being part of your journey. And it makes it eventually for you also a safe space where you can be. And if there is something that I'm going to jump in and be there and support you so you're not all alone. The fear of being alone with difficult emotions is huge. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the other comments I have here is just to, to validate a hundred percent, we all grieve differently. <laughs> I think you would agree with me. We all grieve differently. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the last questions that I have here as well for you, um, how do you know when you're healed? <laughs> <laughs> like do you like yeah. do you have timelines like on like what you think is like do you think that you should develop a relationship with a therapist or, you know a, a counselor uh that literally um is a relationship that you sh you can build long term or do you think that it should just be seasonal support or is it i mean maybe it's just really personal too i just love to know what you think about um mm -hmm. how, like what is a timeline on working with like a psychologist like you well, I always say to people, I don't want to keep you in therapy forever because that's also not helpful. So it should not become eventually the dependency of having a lifelong relationship. That doesn't mean I'm still in contact with people that I'm not regularly seeing anymore, but just because you've developed a form of relationship and sometimes they like to share what they're doing in their life. Um, but when you heal, and again, that's very, very individual and depending on how big the T walls or the small, you know, um, I always say it's also good to take breaks. So after, mm -hmm. let's say, a year or two max, if it's very complex trauma, then you should take a break and reassess and come back. But you also notice when you are healing, it's a sense of freedom in your mind, but also in your body you experience. But the, when the inner critic becomes less loud and your boundaries louder, um, when you feel that love towards yourself and actually uh, the excitement about your day again. These are signs and big signs that you're starting to heal. When you can hug yourself, you can look yourself in the eye and you're like, mm -hmm. I like myself. Those are big, big moments of, of healing and those are for me the magical moments. And 
they are beautiful, but they do happen. And you notice along the way that I don't even need to point out as a therapist, you notice because you start also noticing in therapy. I, I, I'm aware of it. I, it, sometimes eventually you hit also a point there's not nothing new I can share with you anymore because you have you become your own expert you've mastered your own literally mind and body and then you're empowered and you're like not free to go but you feel free and that's that's yeah. the whole mission in, in in itself yeah yeah I think this is amazing. Um, one of the other questions, like this last week was pretty heavy for myself. So this is really, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this will relate to other people just in terms of like the readings I did for people. And I know that a lot of individuals, including myself, can have trouble getting adequate sleep. Yeah. Do you have a type of sleep hygiene or sleep routine that you recommend to the people you work with? And is this part of this new um, mental health app that you're putting together? If you're allowed yeah. to share anything about it. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I have like you can see it like I have this is a, literally a physical but also digital download book. So it has everything in it that you need for morning routine till evening routine helps you with sleep. Sleep is one thing that is extremely crucial because whoever has like the tendency of overanalyzing that we overanalyze before we want to go to sleep and then that cannot fall asleep or we wake up in the middle of the night and having an interrupted sleep is literally going like a red line throughout our day we become more vulnerable we become actually more anxious and it's being sleep deprived is actually almost like torture so for me sleep is like extremely crucial and one of the first things also if someone works with me that I'm not fixing, but we work towards so that you can sleep better. So mm. simple things, for example, again, create in your day, ideally not in the evening, but somewhere in the day, every day, half an hour worry time. And there you write down your worries. And when this eventually becomes a habit, but also when worries throughout the day come up, you can always refer to yourself and be like, wait a minute, they're not going to be now we, we deal with them in my worry time i'm not going to forget them because a lot of people have also the worry then about the worry that they're going to forget what they wanted to worry about so yeah. and then it gets stuck you it's know simple. so <laughs> worry time is something very crucial and the next thing is in the evening is because our brain needs to also literally have the signals and you're in california so maybe the sun is even you know shining a lot um start dimming your light in the evenings, maybe two hours before you want to go to sleep, to send your brain already signals because it will start creating more melatonin once the light is dimmed. And that makes yeah. you immediately more sleepy and more drowsy. But it takes a few hours to literally kick in. And I, I think mm -hmm. these are great points. I just wanted to say that I personally at my house, the light bulbs here are all Wi-Fi light bulbs. Okay. And so I have it set to circadian rhythm. So the light in the morning is different in the house with oh, the light beautiful. at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's connected so to Google home. It's really cool. Oh, that, um, I would also have that. We're not there yet in Europe. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you just go to Home Depot. <laughs> And it's, and it's uh, connected to an app on my phone. I'm like, where's my phone? There it is. <laughs> That's and, amazing. Um, and so like, I just want to say that like in North America, I'm actually in Toronto right now. So yeah. I'm making sure that I take a lot of vitamin D with vitamin K. Always listen to your own medical professional. 
yeah. when it comes to taking vitamins. But, um, but I just want to say that um, just giving yourself the, you know, the support of needing sometimes extra light, but also how light impacts like right now, these glasses, like I had terrible sleep last night. <laughs> like, um, and, uh, actually it was really this morning. I woke up kind of early and then I went back to sleep. So I had terrible sleep. So my eyes feel sensitive to light oh, and nice. I have these, you know, lights for being on camera, which you can see reflected here, like the ring light and stuff like that. These are actually blue light, you know, glasses. There's no prescription. It's just to help block the blue light. Do you think that that helps as well? Wearing like blue light glasses? Do you think that that's something that is a good, I mean, my yeah. eyes feel more relaxed as a result of this. I think it's a good thing, but I also think on top of it, like an hour or half an hour minimum before you go to sleep, switching off literally all the devices there are. Because when you see screens and it, even if you have no blue light, but TV, radio, any form of music, I'm not sure if people listen to radio actually. But, yeah. Um, but the phone is just... It's constant, especially with the fast pace now, TikToks and so on, it's constant visual, but very fast. So it yeah. keeps your brain very, very active. Ooh. And then immediately switching to, oh, and now we go into rest and sleep is not possible. So a few minutes before, at least ideal an hour, but half an hour also, switching things off and literally, again, you can work with your senses, use some, some roll on, just lavender, smell it, um, do things that are calming and relaxing, can be also reading a book. I also always advise, and I'm, again, I, I, you always have to check with your doctor about if it's, if it's interfering with anything, but magnesium has proven to be helping a lot to, to improve also the quality of your sleep, to go into a more deeper sleep. Also people who struggle with anxiety, so I always recommend that as well. But those are simple things to integrate into your life and they are really changing the way you sleep also meditating sometimes magnesium as like a vitamin supplement because yeah. i also i have magnesium flakes uh to have salt soaked baths with uh, they're hard to find but when you can find it yes it's, amazing no, I like the supplement to take supplement yeah. okay yeah. all right i just want to double check yeah. uh, so i do have people how do you help people who fall asleep quickly but wake up after three or four hours um, that is, <laughs> oh no, we've got a guest. <laughs> um, on TikTok. <laughs> so, yeah. Cats no. are allowed here. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Um, that's, that's a very typical thing for people to have happen because a lot of people fall asleep out of exhaustion. Mm. And then again, maybe there's an underlying stress or anxiety and the brain is not gonna go all the cycles of the sleep cycles and then it's interrupted in between, wakes up and is fully alert. And I have a lot of people saying that then to me, oh, I'm up for two hours before I fall asleep again. And the thing is, when this happens to you, try to get out of bed, don't stay in your bed, don't do anything, you know, don't turn on massive lights or anything, but get out of bed. So your brain again, associates the bed only with sleeping and not with the overthinking or just laying down and being awake for long, take a small walk in your room up and down or do a short breathing exercise. And um, again, you can find that in my book, but also I can share it here now. It's just inhaling through your nose, holding your breath for two seconds and breathing out. 
and doing that for like five minutes and you will sleep, see you will fall asleep quite quickly again. The, and the longer you practice this, but please do it for at least, let's say, 28 days, you will see, because that's how long it takes to, for the brain to kick in to it, acknowledge this as a new habit, you will see it gets better and better and easier and faster to fall back asleep until you basically don't need it anymore. But this is a great way, again, maybe like Wim Hof, breathing, but working with your body, uh, being empowered to numb your mind or quiet it down and you will fall back to sleep. It's, I love everything that you're like, even just taking a quick breath with you and just doing like one <laughs> cleansing breath was restorative to me. Um, and I have a lot of star seeds here <laughs> in the house. I just want to say on my side, and these are people who really believe in energetic upgrades happening to the individual and the collective. This is more like spiritual woo woo talk. Um, but I am a firm believer. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of people are like, Oh, I did the cleansing breath too. I love it. And by the <laughs> way, uh, just quickly, uh, people can find the book that you have on your profile on TikTok, and they can go to the link in the bio yeah. and get connected and, 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 and get your book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see it in That's the perfect. brand is called be Yuma, and it comes from because you matter very simple. And then there's a whole website and everything explained. I would can always DM me also and ask questions. So no problem at all. Okay. Perfect. So as much as I like, I believe in God, <laughs> I believe in a higher source, but I also believe that humanity is on a path of constantly evolving. Like I know that my children are genetically more uh, evolved than I am. They're like, you know, <laughs> they're the new version. And when when society goes through these intense transitions, okay, and my star seeds here are talking about this, you know, ascension and energetic upgrades. And I like other people are saying I could use the term prime source creator. I love it. <laughs> whatever, whatever term. I love it. Right? Nice term. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah. This is so good, right? <laughs> um, do you ever view this as a psychologist that you see that like, like maybe your caseload that like there are themes that happen uh, for you as a psychologist, that there's themes that like for me, there'll be like uh, themes with uh, like over a course of like a session where I'm doing like readings for people on TikTok or I can see the energy of like, just like there's a commonality between all of the people that I do sessions with through the week. I'm just curious, do, do you sense that as well? No, is my Wi-Fi no, gone? We're, we're back. Okay. okay, very good. Okay, yeah. So, so, so do do you do you ever notice? Yeah, do you do you ever notice themes with your clients that maybe people are struggling through a lot of common? Uh, there's a lot of common points between your caseloads. I'm just curious. Yeah, like like one thing, for example, I notice a lot, but that's a general thing is people really want to dig into their past that's something new also in a, in a, some ways most of the time i was pushing it let's say especially before the pandemic i was like let's look and then there was the stigma all oh, the psychologist wants to talk about my mom and my dad's relationship and now people really want to explore these the relationships with their parents their childhood so that's one thing that's a common theme that people are more aware 
that often the problem, let's say, lies there and want to dig deeper there. So that's very open. But I also have a, another, let's say, common theme that a lot of people have a huge and very loud inner critic. And that's very overpowering and anxiety triggering, but also mood lowering. So it's very also triggering depression. And that's a very common um, theme, if, if, if that's answering your question. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, I see a lot of self-worth issues, people mm -hmm. not understanding um, that, that at the core of themselves is this unconditional love that they are yeah. capable of tapping into. But sometimes we, we don't do that, okay, because of negative beliefs. I will, I, that's, how, that's how I see it. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so so I just find that it's it's an interesting time here in like America and um, North America. We can say there is a lot of upheaval happening. Maybe what would be some of your like closing thoughts on um, how to create the a, a healthy lifestyle? Or I mean, you've provided so many awesome tips so far, but. Um, I just like, you know, I, I don't want to take advantage of like your time. I know it's different. <laughs> what time is it there right now? Uh, it's 5.38. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not so bad. So, uh, no, so, so okay. Here we go. We got a couple more hours to go. Let's <laughs> yeah. make a marathon out of it. <laughs> Let's make a marathon of it. Let's go all day. I could do it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, so what are, what are a couple of just like, I don't know, lasting night or uh, for this podcast, what, what are some final ideas that you'd just like to share with people that, that is important for people to know about you and the kind of work that you do? I'd love to know and listen to what you have to say about that. Mm -hmm. So it, as a final word about me, so if you work with me, um, you can always expect that that I'm going to be there to empower you. And again, I'm very transparent as a psychologist and also as a person. So what you get is what you see. I'm authentically me. <laughs> um, and the most important thing, I think, is that you form and have a click with me. If you do, that's the, that's the base of a good um, and successful also uh, therapeutic relationship. And I would always see you as a whole as your whole story your whole life everyone is individual but again there are certain things that i can share with you not from other people's stories but they're similar and we can take those experiences and maybe you hear things that you're familiar with and we can like together you can grow from these things you know that's what i want for you i want you to grow and to become your true authentic self and okay. become okay with yourself and love yourself. And that's the most important thing. Okay. Beautiful. I'm just going to see, there's a couple of questions here that people, <laughs> one other, I think this is kind of, what's your understanding of imposter syndrome is a question that just came through. It's a very common thing that also yeah. comes with anxiety often that we, yeah, again, we can, depending on people's story and, and their life story can be very individual, but I've noticed as a pattern, it's often, again, is something childhood related that you've learned that you've mm. always had to work and overwork in order to feel seen. 
or heard. So it became your normal to go on overdrive and always work. But again, the inner driver is, is in your inner critic is almost nasty, a little bit like a slave driver and keeps you going and going. And then it comes like the imposter syndrome feeling, I'm not good enough. Um, um, if people only knew, then they would judge me for it or think I'm not, not this or that. And that is um, often, again, linked to anxiety, but also something more deeply, deeper rooted and that we can explore. And it's not about fixing it, but becoming aware of it and being able to live with the thought, not just accept it, but eventually it will also become less loud and disappear by itself. That's beautiful. Um, another question that somebody has here is, I had a traumatic experience with my last counselor. How can I start fresh and trust that therapy would work for them? <laughs> Sorry to hear that this should uh, that should not happen, but I'm not judging the other therapists. Of course, sometimes things things don't match up, and then it becomes difficult. But having said, it sometimes and it sounds very strange that I say that because I'm a therapist myself, but sometimes you can also and you are allowed to go therapist shopping. So um, to have 15 minute calls with people and see on a personal level. Do they match with me? Do they, are they aligned? I mean, that's also why, why we are also on TikTok these days and Instagram. It is about you. Therapy is very personal. And again, not every therapist matches your personality and also doesn't have to. But you should find someone that fits you and makes you feel good and safe. And that is important. So it's allowed to switch therapists and not stick with someone. Sometimes you notice along the way, it's not going to work for you. And then it's okay to say and stop and find someone else. I think this, and I'm getting a thank you. I really appreciate that. And there's a lot of like, there's a, there's some really good questions here. Like, I don't, what's your understanding of voluntary vulnerability? Voluntarily, like vulnerability. I would like to have that a little bit more. <laughs> what is that? What is Yeah, I'm not so sure. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about that one myself. It sounds interesting, though. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I cannot no. give an answer I don't to know. it. I think if I don't know, I always say honestly, so I don't know the answer to this piece. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah yes, absolutely. And then the other question is, well, synchronistic events, like, you know, synchronicity in people's lives where... Um, I, and I'm just sort of elaborating. This is not part of that question. I mean, for me, I feel like synchronicity within, um, I think it's part of a soul contract. And um, synchronicity is, a, it, if it's a positive synchronicity, can be a sign from the universe that you're headed on the right track, right? If you can, if you, uh, I hope that helps. Yeah. Oh, coming out of your comfort. Yeah. I think, what, what do you think about synchronicity? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it, sorry, I did not hear the question. Did, what did I do? What do I think um, about synchronicity? Yes, yes, yes. It, does that mean that people have like similar experiences? Hmm. Uh, so I think it's sort of like, you know, in my world, people love seeing like, 11, 11, 12, 
444111. These are like called like angel numbers. It can be, I think there's just many different ways that synchronicity can be spoken about. Um, and I feel like that is kind of like a larger conversation about like what is synchronicity. And I'm not really quite certain where to head that, that question to. But uh, the same person who asked about voluntary vulnerability said mm -hmm. it is coming out of your comfort zone and taking a leap of faith. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you. That's coming. That is actually from, from Bella in the UK. Love it. It's becoming, getting out of your comfort zone, walking towards the unknown. That is beautiful and actually very life-changing in a positive way. Okay, beautiful. Uh, uh, so I think that everybody has like dropped questions here. I haven't seen any new questions come in. Um, I just want to thank you so much for actually being voluntary, vulnerable on this podcast interview, <laughs> Caroline. It's <laughs> very beautiful. It's really nice. Yeah, absolutely. I will definitely download this. I'm going to upload it to YouTube. And I will be sharing it across Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I will definitely make sure that I have links. How can we find you? Well, you can find me on TikTok or Instagram. It's just simply, simply, or more complicated, my name, Caroline Middlesdorf. Or you can also take a look at uh, my startup. It's called Biuma from BecauseYouMatter.com. Very simple. Oh, I didn't know if you had uh, if you had publicly shared the startup of your new mental. So this is fantastic. Uh, congratulations on that. It's not Thank easy you. to start a business. Very excited. And, and uh, so I, yeah, I am excited too. I will definitely be sharing this with people on my end Thank here uh, to help find ways to get your life into better alignment. So with that, Caroline, I want to say thank you so much for joining today, for dealing with crazy wonky Wi-Fi. Thank you for everybody who's hanging with me on TikTok. Um, I've you're breaking up right now <laughs> after this <laughs> yeah yeah i just think it sounds like a great idea so everybody i hope i just want to say um oh no we're losing connection Thank you so much. I'm not sure if you can hear me. It was a true pleasure to be on your podcast and I hope we can do it again one time or an energetic reading would be nice as well. You're breaking up. I cannot hear you, unfortunately. It's it's very broken in the middle. It's, is it maybe only on my side? I cannot hear you. Cannot hear you. Let me know if you can hear me. Now. Now I can. <laughs> now I can. Now I can hear you. Perfect. Okay. So I just went ahead. I ended the Zoom call. So yeah, that's better. Uh, do you, do we, would you like a reading? Do you want a reading? Yes, please. I would love to. If that's not too much hassle, I would love that. 
Let's do it. I, I didn't know if you're interested in curious it. about new things. Okay, so it is. It's, it sounds fascinating. Okay, so let's do it. Let's give you a, a Kamala experience. Oh, <laughs> really honor. Uh, let me switch the page. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so here we go. I'm a little bit tired, like I said. Uh, part of the reason why I'm tired is that I have, I do true crime mediumship. And um, so this week I was working with a First Nation community on the West Coast of Canada called Hayda Nation to help bring awareness to a member of their community that went missing. Mm -hmm. um, and, then, uh, and then I also uh, have been helping just with a, with there's like a quadruple homicide that happened at the University of Idaho and mm -hmm. uh, certain individuals as connected uh, to that. And you can hear me, right? Very well now. Now it's really well. Okay, very, very. Yeah. Okay. So while I, um, while I connected to someone, I can't, I can't disclose who I connected to, but I just want to say I've been connected to it. I actually have a TikTok right now that's probably at like 90K views on the University of Idaho. So, um, so this morning, uh, like I felt like I was receiving downloads about the perpetrator in that crime. And it's a very violent uh, situation. So um, oh. I'm not sure how I'm going to manage those downloads. Yeah, but it's for me, I'm a real advocate of justice. And um, and although I'm my purpose is not to solve the crime, uh, all I do is ask questions right? It's just like, I contribute to asking questions, but I also don't want to inter interfere mm -hmm. in a judicial process that needs to be done a certain way. And I also understand the power of one person on a social media platform. So, uh, so I'm just sharing with you, I'm a little bit tired um, from that. <laughs> and uh, so if you don't mind, I'm just going to start to connect to you energetically. Is that okay? Totally okay. And I'm going to yeah. just clear, I'm going to literally clear the energy on me sharing that, but I'm just kind of, people here kind of have like, they kind of know what's going on in my life. I'm, I'm very open and transparent and I just like to share with people, you know, sometimes it's challenging as a medium. It can be challenging for anybody in their life. And so. I'm a little nervous. Uh, don't be nervous. I will say that there is a feminine energy around you who feels like a grandmother. Do you have a grandmother who passed to the afterlife? Oh, both of my grandmothers were died actually before I was born. Okay, so one of the grandmothers that's coming through. Hold on. I just want to. I just want. I'm literally just going to sage. Like, not that this is super important. I'm just want to sage a little bit, and then. Hold on. The grandmother that's coming through for you is one of the individuals that is just helping to advocate your career success. Hold on. Uh, I also want to say that you are going to be very impactful on women's lives. 
a healer you are. Emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is. Hold on. Also, there's grief within your own life that you're dealing with. Setbacks. Oh, it's actually grief around maybe the setbacks on your business. Okay. Things aren't going as smoothly or as easily as you expected or would like them to. Don't be so hard on yourself. These setbacks, you know, like you feel like there's a wall that you're trying to figure out how to break through. Does this mm -hmm. make sense? It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Don't get frustrated over, over time. I also see that you are very business orientated. You have a great mind for entrepreneurship. And also, like, I think that you sometimes think uh, you have this analytical mind that will be like, um, you really look at like the numbers of like, uh, like you look at numbers, statistics, let's say with the, with the app itself that you have anxiety about like, how much runway do I have before I have to say, uh, I, I have to figure out what plan B might be. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing for you is that you need to relax. You don't need to be so fearful of the future of what, what is going to be the reality of the app. Okay. So okay. this is starting off. So just try not to have so much anxiety and try not to control how everything is unfolding with the app and have more fun, be more playful, more creative. If you step more into the creative side yeah. of getting this app out there, people are going to be more open and receptive to it. Instead of you trying to be like, this is the most amazing tool. Everybody, you've got to do this. This tool will transform your life. Sure. Sure, it can, but people won't be as open and receptive uh, because you're you're too serious about it. Makes how sense. can you be? Yeah. Does that, how can you be more? Uh, how can you be more playful? How can you okay. get back to the creativity? You were very creative as a child. Very. I, I see that. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see you as a little girl being very creative. Yeah. Uh, you were somebody who always had an abundance of ideas, and sometimes, like when you make a commitment to an idea, you're somebody that will follow it and chase it till it's complete, which is lovely. Uh, you are a high achiever. Okay. And success is important to you, but it's not everything. I'm just reminding you that you need more play in your personal life as well as in your business life. Okay. Let me keep going. Oh, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Let me keep going. I don't know how personal you want me to get. <laughs> it's all okay. It's all for me a nice learning curve. It's, I love it. I'm totally yeah, over yeah. it. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of growth for you in this life. You're going to be doing a lot of really big things. You are going to build a very large platform. So remember that as you build this platform, because you are a new type of psychologist. You're a new breed. Just just to put it straight, you might have a traditional understanding of like psychology and health for individuals, but the way that you're approaching psychology is something in particularly your neck of the woods, okay, and where you are, okay, that is disruptive. Does that make sense? There yes. will be, there will be traditional people in the medical field that will put you down for being on TikTok and sharing these ideas and also the fact that you have founded a mental health app. Mm -hmm. Those people are part of an old school thought, an old school thought pattern, and you need to not pay any attention to what they have to say about you. 
Okay. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can face this already sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that one of these people could perhaps be a mentor to you, somebody that you went through in your university days mm -hmm. that you might still have contact to. I'm not so sure, sure exactly who this person is, but I just want to say that I see an individual who's in your life that kind of rains on your parade. Does this make sense to you? Somebody who's a little bit like you're wasting your time. It could even be your like a father figure for you. Yes. Uh, it could be. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say it could be dad. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, true. yeah. So, so I want to say love and appreciate his unique mm -hmm. perspective, but you need to follow your own inner voice and trust your own inner intuition. This is going to be the light in the lantern that guides you through this. This is a very challenging time for you. I'm going to be straight up. Mm -hmm. Okay, you didn't know what you were signing up for because you were called by a passionate idea. You're really passionate about sure. helping people transform. All right. You're like the hermit card in, in tarot. And which means that you feel like you are alone doing this. Okay. You feel alone creating something new. Allow the wisdom that you've cultivated up to this point as well as your intuition to help guide you forward with the right path. Don't let other people derail you because they don't see and they don't have the same vision that you have. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes you, sense, yeah. Yeah, you have a vision that actually is being divinely guided by spirit guides in your life, as well as your ancestors, as well as this is part of what your life purpose is all about. All right. You are actually designed to be doing what you're doing. Have absolutely no doubt about the way that you are approaching health uh, and advocating as this new type of, of psychologist. OK, I just want to say. All right. Hold on. And so the grief is, is that sometimes. You are impatient. OK, you want things done fast. You want to have proof that your idea is solid. And sometimes the proof that needs to be solid is actually just um, sales. Does this make sense? This is like, I really think you have, a because I, I want to, starting an app is a very difficult thing. Okay. To yeah. get people to download an app, purchase a subscription, and then move it forward is like one of the challenge, most challenging business models that you could have launched into. But that being said, don't quit. Okay. That being said, more fun. Keep creating TikToks, I'd say, or, and social media content that shows what it's like to be you because you are the model of success using all of these techniques. Does this make sense? Yeah. Oh. Yes, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll, let me just see if this is it. Hold on. I mean, sorry, can I, do you want to talk about your love life? Funny you said that. I had it just in my mind. I was like, yeah, I mean, I was going to talk about that or better not. I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I'm open for it. Yes. Okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Florida. How are you? Just saying hi to one of my followers yeah. and just to everybody here. Thanks for being here. Caroline's amazing. If you get an opportunity, uh, tap her profile, follow her for amazing content. Hold on. Let me keep going. You know, what's interesting. Are you in an on again, off again relationship? I don't, I don't really understand. Like if, are, if you're actually with somebody or not, 
No, I am. That's, that's so fascinating. I am, but um, I have uh, had like a very bad relationship with the father of my son. And that was also traumatic in a way. Yep. We, 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 we split up and now I'm in a new relationship. Okay. Okay. Oh, hold on. Have you talked about the, the, have you talked in a healing way? No, hold up. Sorry. Hold up. You know, you still have fears as associated to the previous relationship, which is really preventing you from being vulnerable in the new relationship. I know that's, you're not being voluntary, vulnerable enough. How? <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You have blocks around the heart, eh, but also like, hold on. It's smart for you to go slow. Does this make sense? Yes. Yes, I am. But don't go so slow that it, 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 it never causes the light to ignite. That's the fear I have for you, is that maybe you go too slow and then you prevent the ability for the natural unfolding. You like to control things too much. Okay. Try not to, mm -hmm. to, to try to step. Within you, I see sometimes that, and this is biz, this is actually you as a, an individual. Sometimes you, hold on. I want to be really specific with words here. Hold on. You know, it's funny because on one hand you have, you sometimes want to do things as absolutely best as you can. Okay. So sometimes mm -hmm. I could say we could use the, we could use the term a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So then if we were to use the term perfectionist and then, and then from, from talking about being a perfectionist and then, and then saying that like perfectionists are people who have a fear of letting go. Right. Yeah. It, surrendering. Um, so, allow yourself actually vulnerable is a good word is allow yourself to, to let the universe help support the unfolding of everything. Try not to cause unnecessary stress within your business or within relationships by mm -hmm. trying to anticipate what the outcome is. I think if I were to play chess against you, if I played chess against you, you would probably kick my butt. Okay. <laughs> because you're really good at looking at the motive of an individual and then figuring out strategically the game to play. Mm -hmm. But if you approach life constantly with it being a chessboard and trying to defend yourself from attack, this means that you're constantly playing a game of chess. Does this make sense? Yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to write that down for myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah. So sometimes you play chess, but chess is better when it comes to times of war, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This true. is, this is the point of chess is so that you strategically can fight. This was, this is why, I mean, this is, I, I don't really know the history of chess, but it was in order to teach strategy and strategy is sort of like the art of the, the art of war. Okay. Sorry, it's probably Amazon. I have a great, I have a great day. Oh, I love BC. it. Nice. <laughs> no.
<laughs> Two hours. <laughs> Bringing the pets in. I know, the pets are showing up. She's a little bit annoying. Beastie. A great name, Beastie. That's I know, she is a beast. <laughs> Love it. This is huge, yeah. and then you call out a beast. Yeah, exactly. Maui! Her name is technically Maui, but she's a beast. Uh, okay. Okay, so I just have a couple more things to say mm -hmm. towards you. And so, so, so what do you do in life if you're not playing chess? That's a very good question. We appreciate beauty. We go into a garden. We go to a museum. What do we do? We get busy living life with love. Yeah. So with, with relationships, I want you to not always have to be so strategic. Mm -hmm. You learn the game of chess from the previous partner that yeah. actually is setting you up. That terrible relationship is uh, actually going to be an asset to help you be a healer for you. I'm sorry, to help you understand how to be a healer to other individuals that went through similar trauma. Yeah, totally makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, you're really that... good, I have to say. It's, so... <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Your health looks fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, do you eat sweet potatoes? Is that something that people eat there? Yeah, I also do okay. eat potatoes not regularly but i do eat them sometimes yeah no but i hear that this would be a good for you this oh. would be a good food for you right now for whatever because i do medical mediumship too so oh. just understand like i'm not a like this is from a psychic medium yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah i understand but sweet potatoes yeah. yeah so i just hear sweet potatoes like if you have it like pureed into soup or pieces in soup would be really helpful for you. Okay. I, I just want to say that nourishing warm foods and sweet potatoes are so, and are things that are coming through as foods that would be good for you right now. It would be interesting. I don't have time right now, but there's a, uh, like a, if we were to look at the, the benefits of sweet potatoes, I would, it would be interesting. I mean, I could Google it right now. <laughs> look at it. People on my side are like, I just bought sweet, sweet Don't worry. I just bought sweet potatoes. Oh yeah, sweet potatoes. Uh, somebody just said they bought sweet potatoes to put in soup. This is good. Um, Note it down. Sweet potatoes definitely gonna do that. I'm gonna also let you know how I feel afterwards. Yeah, be like I met a lady on TikTok. Yeah, she's a psychic medium. She told me I needed sweet potatoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask: Is there any other questions that you have? No, that is. I have a couple. I just have a couple last things for you. You need okay. to really work at continuing to forgive your ex for the way he showed up to, for you. Mm -hmm. It was uh, he broke promises to you. He didn't honor you. You actually uh, dropped healthy boundaries, actually, for your child, if this makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And, and that was a mistake. But mistakes are learning curves. Yes. We, right? So uh, understanding that advocating, yeah. Oh, look at sweet potatoes are good for hormones. This is great. I love oh. it. People, are, people no. are telling you have sweet potato <laughs> with a poached egg and avocado. Look at all the sweet potato lovers here. Sweet potatoes and chess. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, 
So continue just in your own way, continue to, uh, to not be so angry at the way that even now he continues to disrupt your life. He's really displeased with the fact that you have, I don't know if he, I think he senses that there's a new person around you that you're interested in because your energy has changed and that uh, ag aggregates him like, a, a, or a, a, yeah, he's displeased by that because actually he wanted to energetically control you for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, now that your energy is focused elsewhere, even though I think he has a partner right now, does that make mm -hmm. sense? I actually don't know. I don't. Know. I think he's seen somebody, but it's like really superficial. Yeah. Um. So, uh, just understand that um, he's not a very happy individual. So, the more that you understand that his on his own trauma, okay, which is connected to his childhood. Yes, I'm aware. Is, of it. Helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to understand. You do not have to, in any way, tell yourself a story that you did anything wrong. You showed up the best way possible in the relationship. Actually, even using all the techniques that you had at your disposal. This is where we have to be reminded as healers. Okay, as healers, that the other person has to do the work. You can't do it for them. So, in a very hyperbolic way understand if you're if somebody's dealing with addiction if somebody <laughs> is dealing with addiction sorry i I'm, no. I'm cleaning up all my crystals and my dog just knocked them all over <laughs> so it's okay it's all right so just understand that like like if you were helping somebody with addiction okay here's another here this is let me just change it um as a doctor, you don't need to be sick in order to heal somebody. Does that make sense? Yes, total sense. Yeah. And so the more that you understand that you were dealing with somebody who was sick and that you were like the healthy doctor, uh, but you kind of made yourself sick, you lowered your vibration uh, by being in that partnership and giving it your all, particularly because you had a, a child together. Yeah. Was... Uh, an easy mistake that many of us have made. So don't beat yourself up over the fact that you stayed in that relationship too long. You are just, you were that genuine with wanting to make positive change and don't feel defeated in any way that um, because you weren't able to change him, that you can't change yourself or the way that other people heal. Certain people will be open to your ideas and respond successfully, particularly like with your app. So I just want to say there's a similarity between feeling the frustration that you have with trying to heal your ex yeah, with also the frustration of trying to get people to experience greater levels of healing with the app. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on really quick. <laughs> Beast, I swear to you, I have all this stuff out. I have to move all this stuff. I'm cleaning here. Sorry gonna let her outside and, and oh god that was my fault <laughs> are you supporting liking my messages yeah okay sorry i just had to clear i have a massive table or like a cabinet of crystals here that i was cleaning okay here you go bc okay okay very good so um yeah okay so 
Hold on. Yeah, the yeah, it was definitely uh, the dog is a bull in a china shop. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Um, Huge. Yeah. Yeah, she's, so I just want to say that like, take a breath. You are use the use the chess mind, you know, the strategy mind when in office hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, I want you to have more fun and be more playful with the building of this new business, because I see that there is actually an energetic echo between that past relationship and then feeling frustrated that maybe the app isn't going the way that you want it right now. So just be patient. I feel like 2023 is going to have a lot more opportunities. Yeah. For the app. Yes. It's going to be because apps. Yeah. So a lot more opportunity and yeah. just keep having fun, get into a place of like, loving the app. Don't feel frustrated. Have more fun. And, um, and the right people who are open and ready to receive ideas to help them step into greater levels of healing are the people who will be attracted to the app. So don't, don't make it personal too. If, if, you know, like if, if, if things don't go as planned. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I hear there's a lot of letting go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Very, very much so. Yeah, exactly. If we were to pick a tarot card for you, mm -hmm. it would be the Ten of Wands. I'll show you. Um, that Ten of Wands energy is about... <clears throat> See, you're trying to put the weight of the world on your shoulders, and then that kind of impacts your ability to just have fun and experience this new relationship, right? Um, like, let's just see how fast I can, there's 78 cards in tarot. So let me see how fast I can pull out this. I just want to show you because it'll make sense to you. Let me just shuffle through here. It's, it's this card. Oh, okay. Nice. So see all that weight right now? Yeah. So yeah. So you're carrying all of this weight, the 10 of wands. Okay. Yeah. It, this is like, you know, how long are you going to be? How far can you walk? Not long because it's not going to be Hearing long. all of this, right? Yeah. yeah. So you need to just take the burden and just let it go. Okay. okay. And I feel like energetically your ex still tries to put too much blame and fault on. The, did you leave the marriage? Yeah. Okay. Now it makes sense. Okay. Because I'm like, he keeps energetically showing me that it's all your fault and you're the reason why things didn't work out, but he doesn't take any accountability no. and he's an individual that deflects. Does yes. that make sense? Totally makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> so let that, so let that go. I want you to eat sweet potatoes. <laughs> okay. That's easy to integrate into life. I love that one. Yeah. And I just want you to feel the energy of a fresh start in your life. And that like, you know, it's like, you know, when, you know, young kids, they're very playful. They don't know, like they're about ready to walk off a, the edge of a cliff because they're just having fun yeah. in the process of being creative. So just use creativity as a tool to alleviate stress and use creativity. Yeah. Does this make sense? They started like artwork, like, which I've never done before. <laughs> 
creative and I'm just exploring also I've done a lot of new things on TikTok which I've never done before so I'm yeah. going more into the it's, it's funny you say that but I'm really trying to to practice what I preach to others try to do things differently and step out on my uncomfortable like in a new comfort zone maybe into my unknown that's right. Thank, thank you, Devella, who brought the term voluntary vulnerability. To yes. Us. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to just, you know, make a whole label out of it. <laughs> That's right. So this was 2022 for you. Yeah. Okay. And this is the energy of 2023, which is the fool card, which is starting a new adventure, new relationships. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That brings yes, yes, positivity into my life. I love it. Yeah, but it's also because that's what I'm reading. I just want you to know, right. you know, I'm not, if I were to, if I were to be a, like a, if I was to be hard on you, I would be right. But I don't feel that I need to do that because I have your, your ancestors and your spiritual team are talking to me and advising you that things are actually going to get better than you ever anticipated. Things, oh, love is going to open up, but you just need to get, you just need to understand that it's time to let the past go. Yeah. It wasn't your fault. So don't accept blame. Okay. Nothing. And, yeah. and because he still wants to blame you. Oh, this family fell apart because you left it. You weren't willing to do the jail sentence anymore. No. And you no. didn't want to model no. that for your, for your child. You were understanding that you needed to model something new. So get ready for 2023. <laughs> I'm so ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I awesome. think you're going to feel, you're going to feel, you don't have to wait till January 1st. You're going to start to feel this daily as you give yourself the permission to stop playing chess and to start living a life of more beauty and love. Oh, that's nice. Well put. Well put. I love it. Thank you so much for doing this for me. That was very, very insightful and actually heartwarming i have to say <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs> yeah, totally. yay i love it Such that's what that is uh you know what i do is to help you just energetically get a new perspective on where you're at right now so that you feel empowered so that you can trust your intuition to help you your intuition has already guided you you know you starting art projects yesterday just yeah. allow that intuition to inform this uh, a new approach that you're opening up to and you'll be even more satisfied in your life you will be impacting your is it a son do you have a boy yes yeah uh, you will be impacting his life in ways that will be um like a you know what if you drop a an idea or sorry if you drop a stone into a lake the ripple effect. Yeah. Like the more joy and, and, and love and beauty that you bring into your life, the more you drop into him, which ripples throughout the rest of his life. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And that's my highest, most important thing that he's going to be happy and sees a strong mom. That's right. So let the burden of your ex and the outcome of your business be like what it is. Okay. Yeah. And have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll you be so amazed. Much. Yeah, yeah. I have to say it again so that the people on my account also follow yours because what yeah. you're doing is amazing. I love it. It is it is very like straight to the point. It is also so correct. You are an amazing reader. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm sorry I got up just to uh let the dog in. Oh okay, it is cold here, like I said. Um 
thank you so much for dealing with my uh, spotty Wi-Fi and for hanging out with me like you did. It was a pleasure. I just, I, I will definitely, I would love to have you on the podcast again. And um, I can't wait to uh, go and check out your, your book that you have. Check out your app. And I encourage everybody to follow Caroline. If you haven't had a chance to do that, I hope that, I hope that you do now. And thanks for letting me have the opportunity to read you because it can be a little bit nerve wracking. Who knows you know, what might come through. Uh, but I just want you to know how just absolutely loved you are by spirit by source and that you have a deep purpose in this life. So trust it. Don't, don't, don't listen to the wrong advice. You hold the lantern and, and, and allow yourself to have the playful creativity to make choices that lead you on new adventures, you know, wherever you go, there you are. Uh, and, um, if you don't take these creative leaps now, then when, very Why wait? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's it. I just want to say, yay. Thank you so much. Tiny companions. People are sending me gifts. I love it. Uh, for everybody who's hanging out, this podcast is available on Spotify as well as um, Apple Podcasts. I definitely learned so much. I'm going to be implementing these techniques from Caroline today. Um, and if you want more information about how to find Caroline, just look in the description box here on YouTube. Better yet, look in the description of this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to be able to get the links to her platform. With that, I just want to say thank you, Caroline, for hanging out and for being here and for um, every, like, uh, for the hundred or so people that are here right now. Thank you, TikTok. You guys are amazing. So I hope everybody has a beautiful day. Let's do thank it. Thank you, Kayla. Bye. Take good Yay, care. Yay, bye. bye. See you guys. Bye. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs>